That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. (laughs) Is this thing on? What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. And remember, Lou is in the house and she is not pregnant. No more. Oh God, Lee, <laughs> that was like the longest fucking pregnancy ever. Like a year of pregnancy. Please don't do that to me again. <laughs> We're done. We're I feel so like done. I literally feel like I had that kid. Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> it was crazy. I still haven't got to meet him yet, though. I know. It's a stupid Rona, too. Like, I just get so scared taking him out. He's yeah. so little. And now RSV's in season. It's just really sucks but he's such a sweet boy tell us about the jason story while during your birth oh my gosh okay (laughs) so uh jason doesn't do well with blood which i found this out one time in our marriage before when he (laughs) saw an open wound and passed out like blacked out hit the floor everything we had to call 911 um well this time i thought he was gonna be okay he's been through a c-section with me before and he was sitting there and he said he he was staring at the ground and he saw something on the ground he's like man like why is there a piece of shrimp on the ground? <laughs> and then realized very shortly after that it wasn't a piece of shrimp. It was a piece of me. Oh. And just oh. looked at my anesthesiologist and said, I don't feel so good. And then he just started to go. So she had to like grab him and, <laughs> and the baby wasn't crying and he passed down. Like it was just, it was so hectic. It was oh really my insane. God. You know what? Listen, I can't blame him. No. I am like the same way. When mm-hmm. I see blood or I see fucking anything that's not fucking <laughs> ordinary, I'll I don't I haven't fainted yet ever, but yeah. I get really grossed out. Like, he said like he was surprised cuz I had like it was a whole female crew, all the nurses, doctors, everyone was female, and he said they were just in there talking about like um you know going to mexican food after and stuff like that he's like how how are you in someone's insides and talking about like going to get margaritas (laughs) i couldn't understand i couldn't even talk about eating carne asada because like the inside of people look like raw carne asada i had some medical difficulties and she had to take pictures of my insides to show me later on and it really does like the little flaps and the just everything stuff is carne yeah Yeah, it's nasty (laughs) so what did we name the baby cash 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 michael Cash Bunny. Or Cash Bunny. <laughs> yeah, his middle name is Bunny. Yeah, he's going to grow up knowing he's going to be a little bunny. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Like it, it's he's such a sweet little baby. He's so tiny. How's it how's it been for you after giving birth? Um it's been different. I definitely mentally went through a different pregnancy um and then even after I feel like this afterwards is a lot different than with Olivia and I think maybe it's just the difference in having a girl and a boy like yeah, what is in hormones. your body yeah mm. you know just maybe having more hormones and then more testosterone with him but it's definitely two different pregnancies um it hasn't been the best but it's been like a weird like good and bad 
Like um, when you say like good and bad, what's some of the good? Um, some of the good is just kind of finding myself again, mm-hmm. you know, because I yeah, think that I was you're wearing a little crop like, top today. Like, you know, self-love, you know, like yeah. finding that, but then also mentally being at like my lowest, you know, my depression's really like at a really bad place, mm-hmm. but like in the same sense. So it's like one of those weird, like my anxiety is really high. So I'm feeling a lot of motion and like things like that, but my depression's at a really low. So then I, I dwell a lot and things like that. It's, it's a kind of like a roller coaster. roller coaster. Yeah. No, I never, I've always had severe anxiety anxiety problems mm-hmm. and I but I've never battled with depression until last January yep. when I did a YouTube uh, video about it but depression is I never understood it like people used to always even yeah. Jay Jay gets super depressed and I and I used to, I, even now that I've experienced depression it hits people differently like sometimes I'll be like Jay you have so much good going on yeah. around you like how can you be depressed what is there to be sad about you mm-hmm. know but it depression really just fucking it conquers and no, i don't want to say conquers it consumes anybody yes like nobody is safe from fucking you depression. can have everything and you know what uh viking barbie and i when she was out here we kind of got on this like subject it was like kata viking barbie me and then uh jonathan's wife was there also mm-hmm. and we all got on this subject of depression and something that resonated with me which um made me kind of make that turn into more self-love was viking barbie had said that people would look at her and assume she was the happiest person ever because Mm -hmm. she's beautiful she has lots of money you know Mm -hmm. she's like i'm a porn star i've got uh, a loving significant other like all these things she said so when people look at me they don't understand why i would have depression kind of like how you're saying like you look at jay and you're like you have so much yeah and she said you know it doesn't matter what I have. I still don't have that happiness. And right. I was like, man, if I always thought in my head, well, if I had this, I would be happy. And mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. You mm-hmm. know, it's a true chemical imbalance. Yeah. No, it really is. I, I Like I said, I've been battling it since last January. Mine isn't more of the depression side. More, Mine's more of like suicidal ideation. Mm-hmm. And you know that. Yeah. Like I even talked about it in the YouTube um, video that yeah. I made. And it's not that I would ever act on it. But mm-hmm. I literally, there's not a day that goes by that I don't envision it. Like yeah. it's sick. And there's sometimes that I'm just like, why am I thinking about this? Like mm-hmm. I could literally be sitting there having a blast and then I just envision like blowing my head off. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy, but you know, I've read so much stuff about it and a lot of people are like that, yeah. you know, like you would look at people and just be like, Oh my God, there's, they have everything, you know, going for them and not realizing that everybody's fighting a, a war inside a themselves. In there that like Some people can shut it off a lot better. And mm. you know, I saw something the other day. Uh, do you have that little voice in your head? No, not yet. Okay. No, no. I just was like, do you, yeah. do you talk in your head? Um, I don't, I mean, not more than normal. Like, okay. I don't, I don't know so, what's normal and what's not. Yeah. Normal. I learned that there's actually a majority of people that don't have a voice in their head. Okay. They envision shapes and paths and things like that, but they don't physically speak in their head. They cannot hear a voice. Right. And I was like, dude, do you know what I would do not to have a voice in my head? Well, when you hear the voice, that? what, what does it do? Cause it I'm trying to figure out if I got it my or not. entire day. Like my voice doesn't stop in my head. So like, give me an example. Like right now, like I have other paths going in my head, just thinking about all the things I have to do, family at home, things like that. Yeah. On being able to sit here and have a conversation. So I have something already running in my head. Yeah. No, I do too. Yeah. So there's a majority of people that don't have that. Right. Like, um, you know, if you're driving in the car, I'm thinking in my head and there's like a little voice in my head talking, saying you have this, this and this to do. Mm -hmm. Like, or you, you know, don't forget to make that left hand turn up here. Well, there are a majority of people that don't have that. And, you know, I feel like I wonder if those people suffer 
as much as we would with anxiety and depression if they don't have that voice because i feel like that they voice would be controls silent. a lot of it well yeah. i feel like they would suffer just as much because they wouldn't have like you know that expression i guess it would be like more like stuff down so yeah. wouldn't that come out in other ways yeah i don't know I'm not like, sure I, I, that's like a really like weird thing i always yeah. wondered you know like because they think in shapes and paths they don't think in words yeah i'm really hard on myself like that voice in my head is like super rough like yeah you know just constantly mine are more visions as a po- as okay. opposed to voices so like but i've always been under attack like spiritually we've talked about yes, this freaking you know a million times is ever since i was a little girl i have always seen spirits i've always been attacked mm-hmm. by by the spiritual world and yeah. i feel like that has a lot to do with something going on inside me and i was watching american horror story last night with jay and with a psychic on there said she said something um she said like you don't you don't choose them they choose you and that's like the realest thing that ever resonated yeah, yeah wow. i was like holy shit i was like that's the truth and i feel like a lot of my mental instabilities come from uh, other spirits you yeah. know because i because i never ever battled um depression or these suicidal thoughts until i went through the miscarriage in january but literally right after i went to a funeral home chisel rest in peace was shot and i went to a funeral home and i touched the body and i in that moment i That's feel like crazy. something latched on to me and it just wouldn't it, yeah. ha, it hasn't let me go it's gotten i've gotten relief from it mm-hmm. because when i first felt that feeling it was like the only way that i could explain it was eternal darkness it was like i i was laying in a tanning booth and i literally had to jump up out of the tanning booth because i fucking if i was so sad yeah and i kept visioning envisioning me blowing my head off and yeah. it, it but it was just like sadness like mm-hmm. I was consumed with sadness and I remember I raced to the fucking hospital but and I called Jay I was like I'm having a fucking nervous breakdown something's wrong I was like I'm going to the hospital I was in the parking lot literally praying like dear lord please like get these thoughts out of my head I don't want to feel like this I'm fucking eating St. John's wort fucking taking my <laughs> L-methyl vitamins <laughs> and my L-methyl folate like I had just had my boobs taken out too so I think that had a lot to do with it too my boobs my uh you know all, all my hormones were trying to get back on track too after having the miscarriage and I just feel like um you know like in that moment it was like the worst feeling ever. You were so, very susceptible to it at that point yeah. also because th- that was a lot of trauma to go through. Your body wasn't, mm-hmm. your body was weak and your walls were down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I also think I had the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got the Rona in November. <laughs> but literally this past year has been like, I've been on like this fucking self-help um you know, just path of trying to figure out how to make myself better and taking vitamins has made me feel better. Are you thinking, I think I read something that you had said in your story the other day that you're thinking about getting back on medication. Uh, No, I'm going to just seek help. So I'm probably going to start seeing a therapist, which I haven't done before. I just more like self-helped myself, like research. I'm just like you, Yeah. you you know, you and I are very similar on like, if I, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to read every article about it on the internet. I want to know about it, you know, and things like that. So, um, I had talked to Jason about it, like at the end of my pregnancy. And then now that I had the baby, he was like, I think it's time. Yeah. I was like, I think so too. Because like, again, like I'm at a really good high, but I'm also at a really, really low. So there's like no in between. Some days are great. Some days are awful. Mornings can start great and end bad. I think we're so, you know, impressionable. Yeah. Our brains are very impressionable when we're younger. So like something that happens is going to trail off later in your life. 
and like you're gonna probably suppress it a lot you know like mm. you said you were like wild like for a long time like, oh i'd party, still be wild if i never you know? got married <laughs> and like a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that you had trauma as a child and oh, it's yeah. like that's your way to like just push it down inside further and further and it doesn't always have to be like sexual trauma you mm-hmm. know like my mom left me on a doorstep when i was three months old yeah and you know my it took my my dad was in the hospital and she like ran off with his organ player you know like yeah, yeah it was crazy so crazy. literally it's just a series of tra- traumatic events i also had a super um you know uh abusive stepmother who you know, I used to get my ass kicked and mm-hmm. that set the bar for abusive relationships yep. because it was like, well, if this is how she shows me love, then this is what, you know, so I think going to therapy is what I'm coming back around to. I think going to therapy is probably one of the best things you can do because I, when I started therapy last year, mm-hmm. when I went to go see my therapist out here, she did, um, the ED is it EDMR with me or the tapping. No, I don't know what that is. Um, yeah, it's EDMR and it's it actually really helped. So they have this therapy where they you hold these devices and it like taps in your hand and it's like supposed to reset your neurotransmitters in your yeah, brain. Like I'm not exactly yeah. positive 100%, so don't, you know, judge me if I'm not telling the right description about it. Um, but what was really cool and what she had me do was she had me revisit a really painful situation. And I don't even like saying it's painful and I have a hard time. I minimize everything. And I think at the time I was so upset because my parent, when I, I got molested when I was five, but I didn't tell my parents until I was like nine, 10 or 11. And yeah. this guy had raped numerous people, including his own sister, like abusive, yeah. ended up becoming one of the biggest rapists in Texas. Uh, yeah. And it was wow. my uncle's, um, my uncle's son, who I think is in and out of prison still as we speak. Uh, God rest his soul. He has passed away. My uncle. Um, but what she had me do was revisit one of the situations that happened and she had me visualize talking to my child self, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, if you could tell your child self anything right now, what would it be? And you're literally like sitting there talking and I'm not one that's made to cry easily, yeah. you know, and just envisioning me as a child sitting there talking to myself just had me in tears. And sometimes yeah. what is Chachi doing? Yeah. <laughs> going stop, down stop, man. <laughs> fucking chachi's like listen mom you're not gonna get serious <laughs> so i think just sitting there and envisioning you know that and in therapy and just all that stuff is so good for you and just so yeah. healthy you know yeah healthy yeah that's another thing is like we tend to suppress that so so much you yeah know? um because it's like that self-help that self-love is the first thing that goes mm-hmm. you know like it was just something as simple as i'd put on there um like just I've had my phone for two years. Mm-hmm. I've never made it easier for myself to use. Right. You know, like I've never like I can I literally search for this app every day and it'd be frustrating as shit as easy as just putting the app on your home screen, you know, because yeah. I've got my Android and the iPhone. So it's like you can organize your phone in both ways. Right. But like mine was just like it would be so much easier if I had that app that I used every single day on my home screen. Yeah. And like the Self-love. other day. Self-love. Yeah. The other yeah. day I fucking put it on my home screen. It took me <laughs> three like seconds like yeah just, just fucking hold it down and put it up yeah that's all it took but like i suppressed myself of that for two years yeah you know because that's the first thing you do is like you don't feel like you're deserving enough of it so you just take those things away even if you subconsciously don't feel like you, some people I would have never thought about yeah, it, yeah some people don't even realize that they're like
like self-deprecating yeah at all like if you like say you're a mom and you're you are a mom Mm -hmm. actually you know a lot of moms don't go out and spend money on themselves because they feel like they don't deserve it and that their kids do that's Mm self-deprecation that comes from some sort of trauma that happened as a child that's a trauma response to something that happened to you as a child so you know even taking the first steps of self-love like you're doing is such a huge step. I love that you're wearing, you don't make me dress you up. (laughs) Cause you know, we should do a Mimi make. I feel like I can't do a Mimi makeover on you though. Cause you're already so beautiful. It was easy with Shan cause she was like a nerd, you know? So it was like, we had to make her look like a fucking porn star, you know? But with you, it's like, what could I possibly do to, to upgrade you? That was like one of the things I didn't realize that I was starting to like, uh, give myself more self-love it was Jason who pointed it out he's very like hyper aware of me and my feelings and everything like that you have such a good and husband I really do like, he's truly. the best uh, and it was I went and bought new clothes and he was like well look at you oh. you know and then like I got my nails done I haven't had my nails done since March oh um, so I got my nails done this whole outfit except for my shoes was brand new yeah I and then I went and got a tattoo and yeah. so you know like it was those things that like I probably haven't spent money on myself truly spent money on myself in like I can't tell you how long. What's up, guys? Just wanted to take a moment to tell you guys that this podcast is sponsored by AdamandEve.com. It's starting to get a little chilly outside, so why not snuggle up to your favorite dildos that you can go and get for 50% off at AdamandEve.com. All you got to do is use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, and click the checkout button. And don't forget that it's also free shipping. And voila, your packages are delivered discreetly straight to your door. What are you waiting for? It's time to buzz the bean. And by the way, I don't have any fucking pants on. Let's make a list. Let's make a list of what people need to do for their mental health. I think especially in 2020. Oh, my God. We need this fucking list. Yeah. Because I know quarantine is driving me up a fucking wall. Yes. And and, and you know, it's not just did mental things to like yourself, but like your loved ones. Yeah. You were put into situations with your loved ones. You've never. So I see all these people like in confessions and stuff and be like, quarantine ruined my marriage. No, no. there was an underlying issue yeah. there that you just got, you guys were forced to be in the same room yes. and talk yeah. for the first you know, time. It's sort of like um, when someone changes a job, like maybe your home more and you go through those fights, you're forced into those situations. Right. No, I've seen a lot of divorces this quarantine yeah. and I'm just like, golly, did you guys never have a fucking conversation? Celebrities, especially how many divorces we saw come out of yeah. or talk about divorce or needing help. Because, yeah. You know, a lot of celebrities, uh, you guys know, like it ruined your guys's tour. Like, oh, Jay yeah. was leaving the week of. Yeah. And quarantine hit. Yeah. You know, and then you're these people are forced to be together when mm-hmm. maybe all they ever knew was tour or travel and yeah. things like that. So Jay and weird. I are always together. So I feel like quarantine brought us closer together, but I mean, I'm ready for a break. So if anybody (laughs) wants my husband, they can have him. (laughs) Fuck my life. I'm like, when does tour start? But you know what? He's picked up golfing. And that's another thing for his depression. Instead of just sitting around sulking about it, Jay went out and decided to do some self-love. And he went and got a membership at three country clubs. And fucking literally golfs every fucking day. And I don't complain. He's gone from fucking eight o'clock in the morning. Well, no, let me not lie. He's gone from like 1 p.m. in the afternoon until like 10 o'clock at night and I couldn't be more happier because one he's getting exercise Mm -hmm. he's getting his steps in Mm -hmm. and he's you know out there doing something that he loves that's Mm -hmm. taking his mind off of whatever it is that's you know hurting him on the inside yeah 
you know, he's still getting over his dad's death and stuff like that, too. And it's not a cure. Um, and like, you know, finding things like that aren't like so much of a cure, but mm-hmm. more of a distraction. Yeah. You, know, you still have to work on yourself regardless oh, if you find that little absolutely. thing that helps distract you. It's going to revisit eventually. So I think for the first let for the first mm-hmm. thing on the list, we don't even know how many points we're going to have with this. But you, just for a little list of mental health, self-help, I think that self-love. Yes. Show yourself some sort of self-love mm-hmm. today. Or tomorrow. Actually, don't even wait till tomorrow. Do it today. Right now. Like yeah, you're listening right now. to this, start thinking about what you're going to do for yourself. Yeah, think about something that you've wanted to do. Even if you don't have money to do anything, go out and fucking walk in the park. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a little chilly right now, but, you know, or go to a nursery and smell flowers. Put the app on your home screen that's been like driving you nuts. <laughs> yeah, organize it, your phone. It's something so so small clean out your closet which is what i'm gonna fucking go home and do yeah you know like clean out some sort of closet do you know make a place in your home that is your safe space Mm -hmm. that you can go to go take a fucking bubble bath paint your own fucking nails you know like it's something that you wax your butthole you didn't (laughs) you know anything you didn't know you were depriving yourself of that uh that you know is going to make yourself just a little bit happy yeah it doesn't have to be a lot just a little and then just work your way into it you know absolutely and then i think the second thing would be definitely some sort of help yes get in there talk to somebody which i need to go back i haven't been probably in the past six months but since quarantine yeah quarantine literally ruined our whole routine but it's really good to go talk to somebody that's a third party that doesn't have an opinion who doesn't and i'm not talking about going to psychologist and getting fucking pills because i for one yeah i don't believe in medication i i know everybody's different and that it helps other people and stuff like that. I'm more of like a naturalist. I want to take vitamins, you know, and vitamin. There's some vitamins I've taken. Like I took five HTP one time. Mm-hmm. It fucking made me climb the walls <laughs> and I read so many good reviews on it. Yeah. I had to drink like a bottle of Benadryl to come down off of that. My anxiety was for you at all. Yeah. Cause I have that, that MTHFR gene mutation. Mm-hmm. So that's why even doing drugs, I never was like a good drug addict. What is that mutation? You need to look into it because you might have it too. I feel like I've looked up something like this before. Yeah, you need to look it up. I don't really know the whole... Def- I don't want to talk scientifically because I don't really know too much about it. I know a lot about it, but I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's a mutation in your genes that like, okay, say I snort a rail of Coke and Monica snorts a rail of Coke. I'm going to get sick because my mm-hmm. body can't break it down and process it. <laughs> I don't know why I used Coke as a fucking yeah, thing, no. but Monica's going to party like it's fucking 1999, yeah. you okay. know? So your body just can't break down certain things okay. and it can't work. To, but also that affects your mental health. So yeah. a lot of people who have it have a chemical imbalance, have depression, have anxiety, have mm-hmm. suicidal ideation. It's a huge wow. thing. So you need to really look into it. Um, MT. HFR gene okay. mutation and what they do is they put you on L-methylfolate because it's a you're um, lacking B9 I believe it's either B6 or B9 I think it's B9 you're lacking B9 in your body and it's it'll throw your entire body off if you're lacking any sort of vitamins in your it body does, yeah. your whole body's going to be out of whack mm-hmm. so I went and I got my blood work done and for those people who can go and get your blood work done I think a lot of insurance companies cover that too mm-hmm. yeah Go get your fucking blood work done. Figure out what's going on before you go to a psychologist and get and want to get put on medication. Yeah. Go get your blood work done. 
see what you're lacking in vitamins. We just did it with Monica. Monica was going through it. Like it was her mood swings were so severe that I could I knew something was wrong. And I'd be like, dude, are you okay? And like, so we took her and come to find out she was lacking in a whole bunch of shit. And so now they have her on a vitamin regimen and she's been doing pretty good. Huh, Momo? Yeah. yeah. Put you back like and it, it is like little things can completely throw you off. Oh yeah. No, no. It's vitamins vitamin deficiencies are a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Because when I was going through that shit in January, that's what I did is I, I finally went to um Justin at Body Works. If you guys live in, in Nashville, you guys have to go see Justin at Body Works. Tom Bunny sent you. He's amazing. He has this lady there named Crystal who I can hook you up with. You can go see. She'll draw all your labs and tell you yeah. exact. And just from looking at your blood work, she'll be like, okay, you need this, you need this, you need this. And then she'll put you on a regimen. Within two weeks, you'll be feeling so much better. Yeah. You know, I'm always throwing vitamins at you and yeah. shit. So I definitely think having your blood drawn too should be in one of those as, yeah. as well as. get to the root of maybe one of the issues and not have to jump all the way. You know, you want to start small and work your way up. Yeah. Don't just go be put on medication because medication is literally just going to. Change your entire DNA. Mask you. It's going to. make you numb yeah like and that's and i've been there i've been on medication i tried that kind of stuff i think that's what people need to hear though see i've never been on medication but you have it honestly um there was a turning point for me like i felt like one they were giving me more side effects than what i was trying to prevent yeah so like i had more suicidal thoughts on medication Mm -hmm. than i had off of it yeah i'm like isn't this what we're supposed to be like trying to prevent and fix you know it's not a fix it's literally just a mask right and jason and i um i almost lost jason in 2016 to a car accident and i remember we had gotten very tragic news like in all of that Mm. um coming it was like the beginning of 2017 i was on medication and we got this like really really sad news and jason's back was turned to me and he's like i just knew i was going to turn around you were going to be bawling because i'm a crier i cry over i'll cry over a fucking commercial (laughs) um and then he like makes that turn to look at me and he was like you were just stone cold he said you had not one emotion he was like that was tragic he was like i was on the verge of losing it and you're just over there like looking like a damn statue yeah and he's like that's when i knew there was something wrong with you and that's what the medication did it, it just, just made me not feel yeah. yeah i just was like well that sucks see i wouldn't want to go through i'm such an emotionally passionate person yeah. like i'm not emotional on the outside but there's a storm brewing inside yeah. and like i would not want to never not feel human, that human though mm-hmm. like i want to feel love i want to feel happiness but i also want to still feel sadness yeah i just don't want to go all the way down deep dark into the, and, the pits and we are not talking shit about people on medication no. there are some people who yeah. really need it and some people who it really works for i'm just scared because i'm already a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. if i take that shit i just don't want anything in my body like yeah. i am 100 i don't even take anything to sleep mm-hmm. like even i don't take benadryl anymore and like jay even said that the other day he's like you're not taking anything to sleep and i was like nope because yeah. as long as he's known me i literally have had to take you know benadryl or something that will help me go to sleep like yeah. i've cleaned in this past five years that i've been with jay i've cleaned my entire body out and i'm just trying to get to know myself yeah. sober yeah you know and it's a crazy thing it's a new person yeah no it's weird i'm kind of boring and fucking freakishly <laughs> awkward <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up yeah. like i'm good with people in my own circle but any new people i'm just like yeah. i don't know what to do and yeah and you know like just it getting to the root of it and that's yes. pretty much what you're doing is like that that's i didn't want to be on medication anymore so this is like the last two three years mm. um i've just pretty much smoked uh, yeah weed and like yeah. let that be kind of like i love weed a safety net for me mm-hmm. and then figure out like okay it's not it's not fixing me i'm not saying that's gonna be a fix but it masks it a lot easier and gives me that 
you know, I still feel emotion and stuff. Like Absolutely. I'm not on medication. And now I think and it's And it gives time. you the munchies. Yeah. Now it's time <laughs> to go towards the, okay, let's hope a therapist can actually fix this. Absolutely. You know? Well, it's going to be you doing the fixing. It's yeah. not going to be the therapist. She's just going to guide help. you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's always good. Mm. I love weed. I'm a huge advocate for weed. I believe in it. It's mm-hmm. natural. All that stuff. I used to be a weed smoking motherfucker. And then anxiety <laughs> fucking anxiety has taken all the joys of life for me yeah so it's like i can't even smoke anymore without having like a panic attack yeah. so um let's see what's next what do you think we did uh, self i'd say get out get out and fucking don't sit don't sit at home thinking of ways to self yes that's where medicate quor- yeah quarantine was hard on that mm-hmm. because it, it drew everyone inside yep so like drinking mm-hmm. fucking popping a zanny you know yeah i mean every now and then is okay but if i can you know you need to try to think of healthy constructive ways of coping mm-hmm. as opposed to destructive ways of coping yes exactly because it's really just going to make it worse mm-hmm. and that's all you're pretty much doing if you're taking if you're drinking the alcohol you're taking the pills or stuff you're masking it for now and all this benzos make you feel lower anyways yeah it's just gonna it's gonna storm inside a lot more mm-hmm. and then eventually it's gonna break out and something yeah. bad's gonna happen yeah it's gonna come out in different ways yes exactly and you know what it affects your loved ones too like mm-hmm. really 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 bad like communicate the, yes you have to even if it's super hard for you and it's important that your loved one knows how to communicate with you yeah those times. well who knows it knows how to listen to yes. you can communicate all you want with somebody but if they are not comprehending what mm-hmm. you're saying it's not going to get anywhere yeah. that's what i always tell people they're like what's your biggest relationship secret and i'm just like we don't really have a relationship secret. We just literally try to fucking understand each other. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, some people listen to talk. You need to listen to hear. Yes. You know, so exactly. you have to make sure you have that significant other that actually is receiving what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of people who are going through mental health that have partners that aren't supportive. Yeah. I've heard people say before, like having their significant other tell them, like, are we over this yet? Like, yeah. if they're going through a depression state. If my husband ever told me, are we over this yet? Yeah. I would probably lose it. Like, I really <laughs> would. Lose my shit. But he just, he just he's amazing like and we kind of figured out this part of me together we've been together in march will be 10 years so it's like crazy i've kind of like we've grown with my mental health so he's learned how to deal with it a lot more instead of just coming into like a crazy like i was still young and wild when i was younger and we met so you know it was masked really well and then like i sobered up a lot more and like that's when i figured out i was like oh i'm fucking crazy cool yeah um so like let's figure this out together and he's done great about that like he could help anyone you know just learning what to say when to say it kind yeah. of thing is super important because like it, it doesn't have to be your significant other it can be like a parent a friend or whatever just mm-hmm. have that person who knows how to communicate with you when you're at your worst and knows how to you know be there for you even when you're at your best too right yeah totally i i couldn't agree more and i just also think that you know you know yourself so you know if if you're having like suicidal thoughts and you feel like you're gonna act on it mm-hmm. then you need to really go talk to somebody you need to have i someone. wouldn't call those helplines because i've heard so many bad reviews about them but you can go places like you yeah. went to the hospital because you knew better so don't ever feel like you're alone in this world and that you don't have anybody to talk to i mean dude my dms are always open my mm-hmm. dms are Same. full of people who are always messaging me asking mm-hmm. for some sort of glimpse of hope because that's really what depression is, is you just feel hopeless mm-hmm. you know and it, you guys have got to understand the shit passes like you could be in the lowest of lows and two months later be in on top of the world yes you know so don't ever let a bad day fuck you up 
forever. Yeah. You, and know? you, you have to remember some of the happiest people don't have everything. Self-care 2021. <laughs> we said self-care 2020 and it yeah. really did turn out to be self-care, but it was like we were all going through it. Yeah. You, know? you got to go through that bad shit. Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. You, know? you got to go through the low to have the high. Yeah. So we're going to make 2021 just self-care 2021. It, we got to make it happen. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mimi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I always love when you're here. Yeah. I think everybody else loves when you're here too. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you if they already don't uh, know? You can find me on Instagram at Shirley.Sinful. I'm not cool enough to have the OnlyFans. That's but. next. <laughs> we're going to have Mimi busting it wide open pretty soon i can't wait oh self-love <laughs> self-love baby thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye, bye.